the nerds take over. Us? Huh? It's a good idea because we're the only podcast that's doing a review of this. <laughs> well, I think it was interesting because someone else that has a podcast for some reason came up as a suggested post on Facebook for me. And they're like, our podcast topic is would Darth Vader's lightsaber cut through Wolverine's adamantium claws or <laughs> something like that. Yes. So I saw that because someone that Brandon knew put that up. Yeah. I don't know if it was the same person that put it in the thing, but. Mm-hmm. I said yes. It just wouldn't be instantaneous if it's like if it's anything like how hard it took Qui Gon to get through the door. Yeah. Then it should be able to cut it, but it wouldn't be just like he'd go and cut right. it. You'd have to like put it and then put pressure through it. Yeah. Brandon's it, friend was like, "Well, you'd have to use the force to do it." I'm like, "That's not no, because you don't." Always wonder that's not how the force works. <laughs> you don't have to use the force to go through a, a blast door. But the thing is, like, would yeah, it's just it's just strength. It's just right. It, it, now, if it's still cutting went through the blade, would it catch onto the blade? But or see, it's it also, through? you're also not going through as thick as, as you would be with a blast door. Because, you know, even when they're going around. The thickness around, doesn't matter. Even when they're going around. The, thick, the thickness doesn't matter. Material. It's the strength of the material. Yeah. yeah. The strength of adamantanium would be so high that if you hit his claws, I think it would stop it. Yeah. Because it is, although it's a laser beam, it has a physical form. Yeah. It's uh, the, like a plasma bolt. Yeah, a plasma beam would it would hit it, and you would see that it's starting to cut through it. Yeah, it'd and be then the same eventually, thing. It would if you, if you, yeah, if you it, hold yeah, it there the long thing. enough, it's going to go through. Yeah, it just keeps mm-hmm. going. So, because like guys, a laser, if you hit a laser into into a thing of metal, if it's strong enough, it's not going to cut right through it. But if you just leave it on for it takes a while to get through. you know five or six days, it'll finally make a hole. Yeah, but even mm-hmm. with adamantium, you know, to, to get the claws and everything for Wolverine, you know, they had to be sharpened, right? Yeah. They had so it had to be done with some kind of plasma cutter, or it could have been done with other adamantium. Yeah, adamantium. Adamantium cuts adamantium. Yeah. Well, you'd be able to sharpen it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you know how if you can make it rough, like a, like a, I mean, it. basically like a. Yeah. It uh, becomes you know, two negative forces. And the skewer or whatever that you use to do the knife. Yeah. If you if you're able to do that with adam, uh, adamantium and be able to form it, you know, put it in liquid and form it into where it's got that rough texture, right? That it would sharpen. You'd be able to do it that way. But yeah, you have to superheat adamantium to melt it down. So theoretically, a lightsaber is a superheated plasma bolt or whatever charge. So, anyways, welcome to Nerdables. This week we are talking Logan. Um, I guess we should say right away, there's going to be spoilers in this. Huge amount of spoilers. I think, I think we should, we the should do... The movie has Wolverine in it. <gasps> well, no, I think what we should do is what we've done before, is the first half of the review... Oh, it's not half. <laughs> it's like two minutes. The, the yeah. first part of the review... They're really, it's, it's hard to review it without doing spoilers. Because that's true. there's so much of it that's... Like, my review of it is extremely personal, and so it, it has yeah. to take... I have to discuss three major scenes. Yes. In order to do it. So Okay, let's start off the bat right now. Was there anything and we'll go around the table, was there anything that you disliked about this movie? Um yeah, but I think we should save that for the end. I mean, do you want to save it for the end? Yeah, I don't want to start off negative like that. I mean, if we're gonna start off, let's start off with numbers. I mean let's that's the big Okay, the start off with the numbers. Um Logan is going to probably do, because we're recording this Sunday night, so the final numbers aren't in, but it's projected to do just over $85 million for the weekend. 
That's that's domestic in North America. Um, I think people can figure that out. Well, I just you know because afterwards I was going to say somewhere between 150 and 155 worldwide. So it should be about 215, 220 right. for a weekend. So for a movie that was only $100 million to make, and I say only because something like The Avengers is now upwards of $200 million to make, mm-hmm. you have Logan as a film because it's so practical. Well, yeah, that's in terms just of it. Effects. Well, it's yeah. also it's probably their salaries are what's constituting most of the Yeah, and budget. you have that. I mean, obviously you'll have that here too. Um, well, yeah, I mean, most of the $100 million for this was Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart's oops, salaries. Oops, yeah. Maybe. Uh, because if there you look is. at a lot of it, a lot of this movie, it was practical effect. And it's all practical. I mean, it's practical sets. It's practical effects. There's no X-Jet. There's no, no laser you do, beams. You there's do no have, wind. You do have the, the auto trucks. You do have the, the kids with their powers and things oh, like no, that. Oh, no. There's stuff there, but it's not like a regular X-Men film. Right. It's not like a, a Age of Apocalypse, you know. Uh, You're not building digital sets. Yeah. yeah. Critically... Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. The tomato meter is ninety three percent. The audience score is ninety five percent. It did get very good reviews from what I'd seen from you know professional reviewers. Metacritic. Uh, the Metascore is seventy seven based on f- uh, fifty credits. Credits. I don't know. That's what actually gone are. down. I think from Friday. It probably has. Uh, user score is nine point one. I've already seen the backlash. Yeah. Especially from people that are comparing it to Clive Owen's Children of Men. Oh, uh, okay. From about God, how long is that movie? 10 years ago? Yeah, at least. 12 at years least, ago? Yeah. Uh, there's a Cracked article that kind of puts it beat by beat. And there are uh, there's some pieces of it I was like, I could see that, but I sure. think it's unfair because the start of those films is so completely different. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, $250 million, $215, $230 million. For a rated R movie. For a rated R film. Uh, so that's, again, we're, we're re-talking about, I think the first review I read from the Wall Street Journal was, or the Washington Post was, is this the game changer? Is this the final game changer showing that people want a different type of superhero movie? Mm-hmm. The reviewer for Washington Post said it was his favorite superhero co- movie of all time. Wow, that's said, including over Dark Knight. He said, including all, I'm including all Nolan's Batman's films. He said, this is the superhero film we want. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, the reaction. Yeah, I don't think you can big. do, I don't think you can do this type of movie. You can't just, for every superhero movie. That's the movie. thing. That's, to me, if we want to get into some of the more aesthetic or, or, or esoteric pieces of it, this movie does so well because it's different. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just like something like Guardians did so well when it did because it was different within the superhero mm-hmm. genre. Dark Knight, the same thing. Right. Dark Knight clicked on all four of the, you know, the, the magic box. It clicked all the four pieces. It was popular with kids. It was popular with adults. It was mm-hmm. popular with women. It was popular with males. And the it, one thing we've always said about Dark Knight is that it's even though it's a superhero movie, it's not a superhero movie. The you movie could have been done any with any other character. You could have you could have taken the bat suit out of this yeah. and leave the Joker yeah. to the, some degree, and it still would have worked as a movie. It, it's a plot that fits into the pieces because they don't have superpowers. That's right. Like a, you can't make it's it, it, because of what you you would say a superhero genre is. You can't make an Avengers film with a demigod and a super suited man and a soldier, a super soldier, and lasers coming out of people's eyes mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And not call it a superhero movie where you could make a film about, you know, some super, you know, trained individual fighting crime. Right. You know, that's taken. Well, that's, you know. Hancock. Hancock yeah. Well, it's born. I, it's born. It's James Bond. Yeah. It's you that's know. that sort yeah. of thing. So and, and this, you know, I mean, you can't you, you, you can't take a movie like this 
and expect every X Men or even Deadpool. Like everybody wanted Deadpool. It's such in a different movie. Film There's no way you could have Deadpool no, in this we said, movie. <laughs> well, you did in a way. In a way. Speaking <laughs> but of you that, didn't. speaking of that, real quick, did the prequel or the the pre movie trailer get ruined for either one of you? No. Yeah, I saw it earlier before I went to see the movie. So yeah, it did get because for me, I I saw it Thursday night. Before anybody, the the internet anybody, went nuts. Before with anybody it. said no, yeah, no, and I, I had this argument with with one of the people that's on my page because he posted it and spoiled it for someone else. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, it's on the internet, so I can post it." And I said, "Yeah, but at the end, tact. it wasn't it. The first time it was, well, I mean, it, it was leaked the day before or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I saw there was something like, you know, Logan piece leaked or whatever. I knew it wasn't part of the film because the 20th Century Fox fanfare wasn't before it. Right. So as soon as I saw him in the hood, I was like, "That's got to be that's got to be Deadpool." Yeah, mm-hmm. because the rumors had been there, and I said, "When there's that much smoke, there's got to be some sort of fire." And we learned what the fire was: is that he shot something specifically to run in front of Logan. It was right. on the Logan reel, quote unquote. I'm sure yeah. everything's you know transferred digitally now or whatever, but you can't not show that trailer in front of Logan. It's Correct. a part of if you get Logan and you put it in your theater in your screen. It's in your projector, movie. it's a part of that film. Did you guys see all the Easter eggs in it? Oh, there's tons of stuff in it. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a, a million different pieces in it. But here's the thing that I don't understand, because I saw one that said that Stan Lee's in it. Yes, they're saying Stan Lee's the dead guy. He's, He's not. Guy. It didn't look like it to me. It's got to be a lot of makeup, and his voice is not the I've same. Seen, I've seen it twice now. And I purposely, went when I, when I saw it the second time, I purposely was going with the impression that Maybe that's Stan Lee. Let me look I've at watched and listen to those it. scenes probably ten times. Yeah. Those pieces mm-hmm. of him when he first gets accosted, right, and he starts screaming at the mugger, and when he's on the ground, and I'm just like, that doesn't look like Stan Lee to me. No, and it definitely doesn't sound like him. And not just because he uses the f word, right. And I thought maybe the the mugger was Stan Lee. It's definitely not the mugger. And I didn't because I thought well maybe the first time I saw it I thought well maybe I thought I heard Stan Lee's voice there. So until so until w- until Fox tells me that that's Stan Lee, I don't think it is. But. Yeah. But even like there's reports out where Stan Lee is thanking Ryan Reynolds for suiting up again to let him shoot a piece for. Uh, no. Yes, yeah, but it, so. he. Stanley is listed as an executive producer on Logan. It doesn't He's show an executive anything. Producer on everything. Yeah, but it doesn't show. They they go through his acting too, and it doesn't show that he's an actor listed on anything with Logan or anything. Mm-hmm. You know. Matter of fact, no, he was in X Men Apocalypse, um, yeah. but the other Wolverine movies he was not in. I, I went over. I, so, no. I went through his IMDb credits. The Wolverine Origins and the Wolverine he is not in. Yeah, I didn't think I, I I knew this wouldn't be the this would not be the first time he was it. Right. I couldn't remember offhand which one. Fantastic Four, the last Fantastic Four. Also, he was not in. <sighs> Thank God for him. I know, right? <laughs> um, no, okay. The, the Deadpool, He's the Deadpool good. thing. I mean, it was it was a nice little treat to have it in front of it. Yeah. It, it worked. Yeah, it was funny, mm-hmm. but it just again knowing right away that it wasn't part of the film, knowing because it was 20th Century Fox yeah. and there was no fanfare. I knew this wasn't supposed to be the setup for the film. And also the fact that the theater behind it says Logan on it. Right. And there's posters on it. I'm like, okay, this this isn't that meta. Right. I thought for half a second it might be something where... Well, they're also using he, Superman. Well, no, I, what I was thinking is he's setting up the story yeah. of, you know, let me tell you a story about Logan. Because then, because Deadpool ostensibly could be immortal. Yeah. So this could be 2050. And he's talking about, let me tell you about the last time, you know, Logan was out there in 2029 or whatever. Well, did you notice the, the little after thing, that the scrolling thing? It was the old man in the sea. 
Yeah. That went through. So, I mean, but I mean, I mean it there wasn't was all the old men to see something at the end. I couldn't remember what it was at the end, but there was, was, let's see, there was a Firefly poster. There was the Nathan Summers is coming. I got the Nathan they Summers. I didn't understand the Firefly thing. I didn't, I didn't understand, but they also had Ray written, you know, R E Y as in Ray from Star Wars, the way it's spelled, on the spray painted on the movie theater. Hmm. Um, then there was something else that I saw in there. But yeah, the, the Firefly thing kind of threw me off. I was like, I don't. Why you know it was kind of cool, yeah. I there was some connection that I did wasn't getting. Yeah, maybe just to troll everybody. They're like, ha, ha, ha. see, or to make people go, oh look, Firefly! They're going to make Firefly. Twentieth Century Fox is going to make Firefly. In the Deadpool universe, Firefly existed. Yeah, well, it, yeah I mean it could be because yeah. you know Fox technically it was knows on Firefly. Season ten. <laughs> but I mean technically, Firefly is owned by Fox, so well, yeah. yeah. Movie was it could exist Fox, within the within the yeah, uh, just, Deadpool kind of universe. Of like okay. No, but it was it was weird to see that one, and but you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there was just it's it's been so funny. Just that Deadpool thing has been getting so much press and so much heat with it. I mean, you know, not heat, bad heat, but you know, like yeah, nobody cares about the movie. It's just Deadpool's in it. Yeah, Friday when I looked at my Facebook page, there were thirty posts at least of the Deadpool trail. Well, because like so many people have attached to it that hadn't seen the movie yet. I mean, it was like the person that I knew who t- who posted it. Had not seen Logan. Yeah. He had only mm-hmm. seen that online. No, it's the same with me. Um, Is there someone knocking at the door? Upstairs. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I think because so many more people than saw Logan saw the trailer, yeah. that more people would be talking about it. Well, it's like I just opened up the YouTube app, and then the first thing that was there is a Deadpool 2 teaser trailer. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. They released the teaser trailer probably as part of the previews in front of the movie. And you're like, I didn't here's, know, here's yeah. butt. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole lot of butt. But. I mean, it's funny how they did it. I yeah. mean, the Superman theme was Yeah, I know. It was, it, that was more of like, wow, they used the Superman theme. I wonder how much they paid them for that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then you, you know, the, the whole thing of he's like, yeah, guys, why there's a, there's a, uh, what the F is there a phone booth? Phone booth, yeah. I thought these went out of style in 1989. 1990, or no, 1995 or something, was it? Because I thought, it, yeah, but it, I don't know. It was. I, I enjoyed it. I just, I know a lot of people didn't get to enjoy the same experience of being surprised by it. Mm. There are no um, surprises left. Right. Okay, so. There are no surprises left because you saw the latest trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah, this right. confirms what we kind of already knew. But you're like, oh, great! At least I we know it's there. Well, he is playing Jason, and then he's well. That's, that's the, but that's the thing is, it, it sucks for people that we have to remember that there are a lot of people who don't know these stories and don't know these characters. Yeah. So for them, that would have been kind of a cool piece, but instead, you know, it's kind of like Winter Soldier. For, yeah. For us, it was like, well, I know who it is. I know it's Bucky. Right. But there are people that went to that movie and had no idea. The mask comes off, and they realize it's Sebastian Stan or Stan's or whatever. Yeah. And it was like, whoa! You know, to them, it was a big surprise. Yeah. Well, that would have been cool here, but... It had been cool here also. And I, I told Beth this. You know, when I was watching the movie, Logan, the way... When Laura first is introduced, you could go... And if they would have never shown it in the trailers, that she was X-23 or, you know, Laura... That she was his, his clone, uh, it would have been so great that in the movie, when she comes out with the head... And you don't realize it's a head at first, and then she throws it, and then she pops her claws. Spoiler, by the way. Super spoilers. Right. When she pops her oh, claws, 
that moment of when she when she stands there with her pop pop claws and you realize that it is yeah. in fact X twenty three that would have been as so soon as that was part of the the storyline yeah where they said the storyline was him protecting young girls like well we know who this is yeah but it'd been nice if they I mean they could have shown the other kids and stuff like that obviously she's a little bit younger than when Laura first appears in the comics so. Yeah. Not much when she's first. Laura's in the comics, a teenager. By the time she's there, well, that's when you get past the when you when she when you get past Target X and you get past um, what's the other one, um, the first one. Um, well, Innocence Lost. Innocence really young. Yeah, Innocence Lost. She's she's yeah. about she's the right same where age. She is in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, but when you get to I never read Laura until she was in X Force. So. But when you get to uh, NYX, then she's. Almost, she's about 16, 17 because she goes and kills her pimp. So they had to make her older. Is it NYX her first appearance, though? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, NYX was first and they went backwards. Oh, okay, that's right. Okay, yes. Yeah. But, well, technically her first appearance was in uh, X-Men Evolution. Well. The cartoon. Her first appearance is NYX. So in the, in the comics, comic yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so what did you guys think of the movie? Sucked. <laughs> No, I, I really enjoyed it. I uh, got a little more emotional than I probably should have in a superhero movie, but oh, I, I got I got really emotional. I got I both of you beat. So <laughs> I when I tell my story, all y'all just gotta <laughs> shut up. It, I think it's it's fitting that it's a good send off for Hugh Jackman's last film as Wolverine, and especially like Patrick Stewart's last portrayal of Professor X, and it was done well. To give these two guys who've been playing this role essentially for the last almost twenty years, that uh, it was a nice little send off for him. So I really enjoyed it. I like Carr's comment on Friday, uh, who says that the Oscar movie, the Oscar contenders are over with now. Well, he's talking about this movie. Yeah, but you're never gonna get it. No, no, you never will. Yeah, they gave it to Dark Knight, and you yeah. Did. Once he fled your one, you're like, okay, we're good. Yeah. Well, d- that also for a long has, time. As much as I hate to say it, because as, as much of a Heath Ledger fan as I am, and I love that movie, some of that had to do with the fact that he passed away. He would have at least been a nominee. He yes. I mean, that's the, the big. I don't think I don't think he would have won, but I think I think I think he would have won, but he may not have won as handily as he did. It also, I think he would have won because I think more people saw it. True. As much as much as the, the the secret of the Oscars is that most of the people voting didn't see any of those films. Right. Saw two of them. Well, and a saw lot three of, of them. So I've always believed he said Heath, Heath Ledger would have won simply because the members of the Academy that would have voted on that more than likely more of them, much more of them saw that film than any other film that was in that Well, you also heard what he went through to create that character. And yeah, there's a lot of a lot of, of Oscar it, winners is that the things they go through, like Matthew McConaughey, when he did the whole transformation of his body and what he did to, to be for Dallas Buyers Club, you know, even Jared Leto, they both won and they ch- changed themselves completely yeah. for those roles. You know, they you also didn't go full retard, so there's <laughs> that too. You can never go full retard. Don't go full retard. Can't go full retard. Um, no, it's but from I, a movie, folks. Just so you know. yeah, Tropic Thunder. Go look at it. Go find it. Go watch it. Robert Downey Jr. We're not being completely... He's in blackface. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> we mean you people. Uh, what? Man, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> but... i got to see that movie. I haven't seen that movie forever. <laughs> but... Uh, oh. Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart's performances in this were amazing. Yeah. You know, they could have easily phoned this movie in, and they, and they didn't. It's called being professional. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
No, and the, that's the thing is these are two amazing actors who have ex, uh, like an exponential amount of training in not and only even film, for the little girl who's not theater. who doesn't have lines for three quarters of the movie. Yeah, she yeah, doesn't so amaze like her first role, first major role. Yeah, she, she, she was the she was the introducing character, so right. But she this is her, her first major role. She yeah, she's, she's done a person. she's done a TV series where she yeah. was in it for like four or five episodes, but this is her first major role. Yeah, she and did a fantastic job. Yeah, too. I mean, just it's amazing they put those little claws in her. And <laughs> all those flips she did. She's a method actor, man. <laughs> method actor. Well, she's method for this. She's in trouble. <laughs> they cut her open and. Um, no, and I, I think even I, I told Rich this, but I read somewhere that the producers for Logan says that she's already signed on for a couple other movies. So there's, you know, talks into doing X twenty three moving forward. Well, yeah, they have to. They you got to have a plan going forward, and they're not going to recast a Wolverine anytime soon. Yeah, and most yeah. of these films like this, you you sign them on for two or three films just to be on the safe side in the very beginning. Well, I mean, there's no way there isn't an X twenty three film coming. I don't see a standalone. I could see New Mutants or something, or you know. Well, like, it's just going <laughs> look. Most of the Wolver- most of the X Men films became Wolverine films. Yeah. So X Men three Wolverine film. I can, see him, I can see him doing child, Wolverine film. I can see him doing Childhood's End. It, it, her, her story is so different than it is in the comics because of where she's set. I mean, she's uh-huh. a few years, if not a decade, after most of the mutants have been killed. They're okay. all gone. There Speaking are no of that, they, if you listen to the radio when, when Logan's first in the car and they mention the mutants are gone, they mention it's 2029, mm-hmm. and they said the mutants have been gone for 25 years. There hasn't been a new mutant... Uh, Born. There has been a new mutant born. That's different than when the when the mutants disappeared. Yeah, the feeling that I got because of the Westchester incident. Yes, that was a year ago. Is that's the final straw. Yes. So that basically the X Men as we know them, the adult mutantdom as we would know it, as being out there, being exposed, being public, has been a year to a year and a half where they're all gone. Right. It almost because everyone knows the people that are in there know who Wolverine is. Right. But it almost made it feel like the House of M with that it's been twenty five years since a mutant has been born. So there have been mutants, but just not they're new just, you're, mutants. You're dying, yeah, you're a dying species. Yeah. I mean that's what that's what the end of House of M uh, the the one ninety eight that were left right and the fact that there was no new and then you got hope and then they just kind of dropped it somewhere yeah along the line right um, but yeah so anyway we're talking about what we did you saw it twice I saw so it you twice enjoyed it I did I took um, the first time Beth and I went and saw it because Arabella really really wanted to see this film and you know being a nine year old girl she's seeing a what is a ten year old girl on the screen doing this she wanted to go see it. We had to go see to make sure because, you know, with it being R-rated, knowing what they were potentially going to put in it, I, I wanted... So I guess my question would be, and this is this is going to be the tangent since you took Arabella to see it, what would you have to have had seen to not let her see it? Because there's massive amounts of violence. It's not particularly super gory, but it's bad. Well, and see, a lot there's, of people were saying it's nudity, too gory, but the nudity... Hold on, hold on. There's nudity. Yes. There's extreme language throughout. Yes. Which I think she's more susceptible to now than she was when she was little. Yes, but she um, hears it. It does Hear it or not, It's there's still something of going to a film in which the F word is used 235 times. I mean, what's used? They really... know, we'll, get, we'll get, to, we'll get yes. to that later. So what, what would have been the cutoff? It, it, this is more... <laughs> we'll go through the Nerdables podcast to ask a personal question because it's just a fascinating thing to me. What would have had you and Bethy go, there's no way? 
Well, because the there's no way I would take anyone under the age of 16 to see that film. If there was, if there was like full-on sex scenes, you know, even if it was softcore or whatever, no. Like the the the. Boy, the our, our our European listeners are going to be really pissed right now. I know the the quick flash. So you you're okay with uh, watching her kill people, but sex is not allowed, huh? No, it, but I'm <laughs> I'm just saying that there's. Even with with sex on TV, she she covers her own eyes. You know, seeing I wanted to see when more so than what would have prevented me from letting her. I wanted to see when if there was anything that I felt too intense for her that I would need to cover her face or cover her eyes with, such as the breast being shown. I did cover her eyes because I don't feel as a nine year old she's ready to be. But beheading's ex- cool. The be- but see, even the beheading. I mean, the first beheading, you don't see. As a matter of fact, with most of Laura's actions, it's the Laura, the Wolverine stuff that they showed in well, in you know any of the other X Men movies. You don't see a lot of Laura really. Yeah, I think some of that came from the the criticisms of uh, a kid being a kid doing. Well, it. no, uh, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz in the first Kick Ass. Yes, mm-hmm. the idea of what she was doing at the age that she was as an actress. Right. Uh, and then showing that on screen, and that was kind of it too. With if if Laura would have been sitting there and she would have thrown her claws into somebody and completely opened up their chest with their guts flying out and everything, and you saw all their intestines and everything flying out, that would be too intense. I mean, Game of Thrones stuff to me is gorier than what I saw on this movie. The head, the behead, the first beheading of the Mohawk dude, you you don't realize that it's a head until she re- throws it out there. Well, the first. The first time, the first because it almost looks like her jacket is wrapped up in her arm because yeah. they show that in the no, trailer her walking out. But no, <laughs> when they cord in the head. But oh even the God. trailer, they show her walking out with that under her arm and kind of tossing yeah, it. But in context, I knew what it was. Right. Well, I mean, uh, I most people coming. would in context, but when you're first looking at it, you don't really. It doesn't really look like you know a head standing there dangling. There's there's no spinal column hanging out of it or anything like that. You know, where you see worse things on Walking Dead. You know, I mean, people could say you know, that the Negan stuff with with Glenn was far gorier than anything in this movie. You well, know, but... Their eye popping up. No, but... Yeah, but in this, you know, you see claws <laughs> go into the head and come out the top, but... Oh, I don't know why I'm all of a sudden this shot of my head was last of the Mohicans with Daniel Day-Lewis, but he's getting his head crunched. I'll find you wherever you go. <laughs> but even, even The Revenant had a lot more gore in it than this. You know, and there was only a couple. Well, yeah, because he's getting raped by a bear. But even, but even that, when, when, he, uh, when he, at the end, when he scalps, um, oh my God, it just went blank. Uh, doesn't matter when huh? he scalps him. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. When he scalps Tom Hardy, you he scalps him. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. But anyway, so, that's, that's my tangent though. So, so no, I mean, I, go more to a personal level. So what did what did you think? Like what what was it? That oh, I love this. I mean, this movie to me was right up par with Dark Knight. You know, I mean, it had matter of fact, I think it had more heart than Dark Knight. Um, I don't know if I go that far. When when Xavier died, man. Well, it's it, a different context. That's yeah. the thing. It's, it's again putting up the, the Dark Knight is still the same thing. With they're two just different movies. They are two different movies, but they are. But Dark Knight isn't trying to end Batman. No, but they're also. If on, you want to talk about Dark Knight Rises, and when basically Christopher Nolan's doing the end of Batman, sure. 
then you could compare those two. And obviously, they're, they're, but again, the context of them are but, very but, different. But mm-hmm. with a superhero almost within a real world, because, I mean, even Logan says in it, you know, he about the comic books, you know, that's not the real world. That's not how it really is. That, so meta. Yeah, it was. And this was the movie that you would, if, if Wolverine was alive, you, and, you know, this was almost what it would, to me, what it would be like. Mm-hmm. You know, Caliban, this is the first time I've really even cared about that character. Mm-hmm. Is that the same guy from um, no, it's Apocalypse? Two, no, it wasn't. It okay. was two different characters. They're two different actors. Mm-hmm. But it was just, you know, I... Because it seemed implied that it was still the same character. It was implied that it is the same character. And they have impl- they did kind that of... That was imp- part of Caliban's backstory in the comics, too. So Yeah, and they did kind of imply that it w- takes place within that linear universe. Well, it's supposed to. Yeah. Everything's supposed to be still be connected. Um, I don't know how. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, even... Wol- but I guess Wolverine still has memories of killing Gene from X-Men 3. You know, because he's technically the, the Wolverine... As they put it now, Wolverine Prime. Because he's the one that's gone through yeah, it. Yeah, he's the Wolverine. It was the same problem they had. The Wolverine... Uh, is still connected to the old one while Days of Future Past resets and yes. says that the third one never happened. Yes. Which is basically Brian Singer saying, I don't like that one. Right. <laughs> but they, they also, they said that because they said it. Because obviously three can't exist. Correct. In this film. Yes, that's true. Well, no. Yes. No. How does three exist when Xavier is in your film? Okay. Well, then how is Xavier alive at the end of The Wolverine? Where is the end of the, the Wolverine take place? The Wolverine takes place a, a few years after X Men Three. Well, then your the Wolverine doesn't include X Men because Gene Gray because Gene Gray keeps coming to him in visions, uh, in his hallucinations. So then that was one of the things where the only the only thing that they said was, well, if he's uh, hallucinating, doesn't mean that she's dead or alive. No, it does mean she's dead because he they talk about it. They talk about it what he, oh. but. The only explanation they give is at the end of it, when Wolverine goes through the um, he goes through the metal detector. He's got his bone claws still at that point, and he goes through the metal detector, and Magneto stops him, and then uh, then Professor X comes up, and he looks at him like, "How are you still alive?" And he goes, "Well, we all have our secrets," and that's the only thing they've ever mentioned about him dying and coming back. Yeah, that was the but that was the um, that was the mid credit scene, wasn't it? Yeah, there was an end credit scene where. Uh where Professor he gets X. on the plane, and you're, yeah. you're starting to hear about Trask, and they they that's yeah, they when they open the up the to set up Days of Future Past. Yeah, that's when they open up the uh, the case, and you see, or that's when you're supposed to open up the case and see the Wolverine yeah, costume, they which the they cut. Oh but that was part of the extended scene of that. But you do see where Trask Industries had was being talked about on the news mm. to set up Days of Future Past. Yeah. <laughs> so all this, they they even said that they set this, like. 15 or no not even 15 years they said it like maybe five or ten years after days of future past where you know after where they would have been with the fighting the sentinels in the future and sending wolverine back in time mm-hmm. yeah i think more than i mean it, it feels like in some ways it feels like what old man logan was sure which is a continuation of the old the end that marvel had did you notice which how many was, cowboy hats were in this? Which was the idea of having stories that would allow you to end characters. They did it with the Hulk. They did it with uh-huh. Wolverine. Yeah. But they weren't set in continuity. It right. wasn't 
you know, this could be where they're headed. This could be where they're not headed. And so this film to me felt like this is where one of the ways that Logan and Xavier end up and yes. days of future past, the future scenes, the present scenes, I guess, in the film with everyone is someplace else that they could end up because 2029, it's not that far away. Right. And that other film seems a little bit farther. I guess not if everybody's sort of the same age. I guess it wouldn't it, be. It, it seems like it's farther, but that's only because it's a po- post-apocalyptic world. It's all post-apocalyptic. I think we're living in a post-apocalyptic world um, right now. But did you notice how many cowboy hats were in this movie? Then he never put one on like an old man Logan. At first, I thought, I thought at one point he was going to put one on. Or when Xavier put the hat on in the elevator, I thought what he was going to hand him was the cowboy hat. And I, I, I just thought that would have been kind of a cool little nod. Well, that was the funny thing is the one of the mannequins was wearing the cowboy hat. Yeah, the, well, yeah. the, the, the cost uh, the the outfits the that they were wearing, yeah, they're the, both the, wearing cowboy hats. Yeah. I think it isn't like one of the costumes almost like exactly what he was wearing. Yeah, Logan. So, well, yeah, then he's got the brown jacket with the black well, the, underneath. Yeah, he's wearing the jeans or whatever. He's wearing he's the wearing jeans. The only thing was missing was the hat, and it was on the costume. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I just that movie. It was it. It was very. There were a lot of it was like a lot of peaks and valleys, you know, and even in the valleys there were still enough dialogue and enough character connection to keep you involved where you didn't just kind of It also helps that you have Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I want a buddy cop film with them. <laughs> because I need I need a film with the two of them that is not this depressing. Did you like Patrick or did you like the way Xavier was in this? And did you also catch that Xavier had hair in this? And do you yeah. know why? Because he's older. No, because he the serum they're using, you know, when they when they inject it to him, is the same serum that Beast makes. Yeah, they use it on James McAvoy. Yes. Um, I had a very difficult time with this film. Yeah. And it was completely personal. Uh, I cried three times. I cried at the very end. I, I cried, cried at the very end. Cried yeah. when Xavier died. Cried when Xavier died. And. Hi. So I'm going to go through exactly the first time, okay. and it's basically a long story. So I'm watching the film, and I'm watching Xavier. Uh-huh. Patrick Stewart's Xavier is mentally deficient. Right. He's delusional in some cases. He's spouting nonsense, but then he's also very angry. He's very coherent, mm-hmm. very understanding what's going on. In some ways, he's very adult, and he's very much childlike in his look and in his voice he looks and sounds like my father i was Mm. wondering that when i saw it because it feels very much and for listeners my father had a stroke in 2015 his mind isn't what it used to be um he's very much like xavier in this film it to a certain degree luckily he doesn't freak out and shake the whole thing try to kill everybody (laughs) the scene in the elevator when they get to the casino in Oklahoma and Laura's standing in front of the mannequins and she seems excited by the clothing they're wearing and he says, well, we need clothes. And they go into the elevator after they've obviously purchased these things and Xavier is so excited to put on his hat, his derby hat. And he takes out the hat and he holds it towards Logan and he says, Logan, this is for you. This is yours. And the way that Logan just brushes him off, no, we'll wear it when we get in. I saw my father right there and I saw the way that I end up reacting to him so much and it killed me immediately. Mm. And the people to the right of me, I had a seat on each side (laughs) and I went to buy my ticket. I'm like, cool, three seats. I'm taking the one in the middle. 
I won't have anybody next to me. The people that write at me, I could tell were looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Because I could, I, that scene was the hardest scene. Because yeah. immediately I saw, he is so amazing in that film. And what happens late, the way that he's just like, he just wants to stop. But he's like, you know, hey, we need to help these people with the horses. Yes, we'll be happy to go there. The way, I mean, there's a reason that Madison Logan says, Logan calls him his father. Yes. as he, In the disguise. Lord's his daughter. Logan's, you know, Jacques is the father. father yeah. Because Xavier is the father figure that he's, he's never had in his entire life. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. He's the only person that's ever helped him. And all. Just so much of it and just hitting me and hitting me. And the way <laughs> that he dies is so nonsensical i mean there's no, there's nothing to it right and mm -hmm. it's because he doesn't do anything he has this moment of remorse and they seem to flip if you've read old man logan you know the ending and i'm not going to say what it is on here because that that i don't want to spoil for you sure <laughs> read the comic old man logan uh it's very different than this but it has the same element it's got the road trip it's got you know wolverine and and all these other characters there's people chasing doesn't have everything Laura, but um doesn't have Laura or anything but something happens there mm -hmm. that something happened to logan there Right. The flip side in this movie is that it seemed to happen to Xavier. Yes. Where he starts saying he did something bad. He realizes that something happened. And he never gets the chance to really be forgiven for it because he's killed by Wolvaclone. Yes. By X-24. Um, and, you know, the one thing about that scene is that you felt how the connection between, even though Logan wasn't standing there alone because it was Wolvaclone or whatever we want to call him. Mm -hmm. Um which by, Hugh Jackman. which, by the way, they did a good job making it look like the Sabretooth from Wolverine Origins, almost. Yeah, that's what I wanted. When I first saw that cage in yeah. the back, when they had uh, when they had Calvin in the in the truck, yeah, and they show kind of the cage, I'm like, oh, is that Sabretooth? Please be Sabretooth. Oh, it's just X24. Yeah. <laughs> Dagnabbit. Um, no, but that scene, you felt, you even though Logan was there, you felt how Logan, how much Logan loved him to try to protect him. To keep him from remembering of well, what he, keeps, he did. Yeah, he keeps doing, you know, it's it's the, the complexity of Logan's character is the things that he's doing that he doesn't, he says he doesn't want to do, but he ends up doing it. I mean, the, the hardest line is when he says, uh, you know, bad stuff happens to, to people I care about. And Laura says, well, then I guess I'm fine. Yeah. You don't have to worry about You me. know, I never put the connection between the movie Shane and Old Man Logan before until this. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's a parallel between those mm -hmm. two stories. And I, so, thought, yeah. I thought that was a good, good little. So I, got you. I, I liked it a lot. It was a very tough film for me to take. It's not a film that I could probably go see again anytime soon. Yeah. Just simply because of the emotional reaction I had. To. I don't know if I can watch Patrick Stewart's coddled, uh, 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 nonsensical Xavier again. I don't know if I can. I can the, the, for all for all of the film, I don't think I can watch that elevator scene again. Yeah. The the whole thing in the in the tank when he's spouting off yeah. commercials and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, that, that's it. My, my father's not that far gone. No, but no, there's, but there's that some points still... where you, you know, and, and especially it's just, sometimes you don't know what, what my father's saying. He's just kind of talking about something that's not, you're not connecting with because his mind's working on a different level. Right. Right. Um, it's not dementia you no, know, no, by, no. by any means, but there's just sometimes where he's just kind of reacting to something that's much older than what's in your stream of consciousness because all of a sudden he picks on something from the morning or he picks on something from like two weeks ago or yeah. whatever that you wouldn't be thinking of and he's not explaining it correctly. Did you like the idea of, of putting the the one of the, the greatest mutant minds and 
in old age, giving him some sort of ALS, uh, Alzheimer's. Type. Well, they, they, there's very much a, a thoroughfare through the movie that what makes these people special is what kills them. Yes. Xavier's, oh, yeah. mi- Xavier's mind is killing him. Yes. The adamantium is killing Logan. Uh-huh. Um, not that's not what makes him special because he was a, a different type of mutant beforehand, mm-hmm. but... What made him special, what made them give him the adamantium. What made him be able to accept the adamantium. Yeah, is, is what ends up killing him. Um, and and I, that's why I think it's a big part of this. And yeah. It's a very bleak film. Very. I mean, even, even with the end, because you don't see the children get to... And uh, There's three things that I didn't like in the film. One, I didn't need them to just be like, okay, guys, we swear this is our. Check this out. Yes. We're going to say the F word. 45 times. I, I and unfortunately, with, with Xavier especially, yes. it feels completely incongruous yes. with his character. It if he says like it once if, or twice, it's just he's saying it to say it. it to mm. me, it felt like, you know what? We have the freedom to do this. We're just going to do it. Yeah. And again, like in in something like Deadpool, I could understand Deadpool doing but like having – it would have been like having Colossus, as they built him as that character, use the F word over yes. and over again. Just because, hey, we can. I just – at one point, I just expected Laura to say it because yeah. everybody so, else had. So – that was that was one. Um, maybe I'll just have two. I can't think of what the second thing was. There wasn't anything big. Did you like X24? Yeah. No, it was, it, once I got over the disappointment that it wasn't Sabretooth, yeah. it made sense yes. in terms of what they were doing. And because of the way they said, instead of, instead of trying to grow them into rage, we just put it right in him. We just pop yes. them open as an adult and tell them that they're evil people. The other, the other thing they did was they. But the third thing, the third thing was, I really thought the end would be them getting to wherever they're going because they said they were going across the border. Uh-huh. Get to some compound, and it's Magneto. With with, with the kids with Wolverine though. No, no, Magneto runs what ends up. Oh, being sure, eaten. sure. Yeah. So like almost a Geonosis, or not Geonosis, but. Uh, Genosis, wow, yeah. that, that would be a real weird. Genosha, but no, the idea Genosha, of wherever yeah. this haven is, because you never see the kids make it. No, um, you, I wanted to see the scene because he runs the school yes. when the new mutants start. He's he's had that teacher role in classic X Men stuff in the eighties and early nineties. Well, you could have. I would have was... loved to have had the kids cross the border and get to this spot, and it's Eric. Yeah. It's kind of like his redemption. Mm-hmm. His final piece, because I mean, even in 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 Days of Future Past, obviously he's fighting for mutants there, right? But much more kindly in a way of not fighting, but being invited, bringing these these people in yeah. to to harbor them. It would have been. I just thought it would have been awesome to see that right at the end, and it would have continued. Like so many of these have such, such great endings. It would have been, especially after we see him, we see Eric at the beginning of Apocalypse with his family dying. Yeah, it would have been a great redemption. I, I agree with you. Well, he jumps, um, he, redeem, he redeems his own self in Age of Apocalypse. We see in Days of Future Past that he's you know he's with Xavier and right. so it's not like we needed it to kind of close the book on that character. Yeah. But to have that piece there, it would have been in a, a nice film. Yeah, it would to me. I was like that would have been a cool scene. Well, they had said that, but it's very tough to do it after the, the final scene is the final scene. Yeah, and so. It's hard to do that scene and then either go back to Logan's uh, Unless marker. you did it at the end of, like a post-credit scene. Yeah. If no you, that, I mean, you, you see him walk up, and the last thing you see is Laura standing mm-hmm. there, and you see Eric saying, welcome. Yeah, you know, he's like, the nice door's open. It would be a nice little surprise like, if you pick up the DVD in one of the 
deleted scenes or something like that. That'd well, they do it awesome. now, then I'm gonna sue them. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, but they they'd already idea. said Ian McKellen has already said he wasn't in it, and they were, they gave a reason why he wasn't. And I, I didn't even look at it because I tried when as it got closer to the time of the race, I purposely avoided things. Yeah. After the after the foot claw was ruined on one of the TV spots, I was like, I'm done. I can't, you know, I don't want to see anything more. And you're gonna get all the guardians before May. I'll tell you that I'm right now. You, I'm, <laughs> um, including all the dancing scenes <laughs> and the dancing scene in Logan was so out of place. <laughs> um, that's how he defeats X24. Yeah. Well, Ethan, what did X24 you? X24 can't can't figure <laughs> out when he's doing the hand jive. He's <laughs> <Just> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then his head blows up. Did you have any problems with the movie? Uh, there's one problem that I can think of, and I think it's just me nitpicking a whole lot. But the beginning where he's with the cholos that are trying to steal the rims off Cholo's the car. Um, and they're like, they're beating the crap out of him. And I was like, his skeleton is adamantium. It's like the heaviest, hardest metal in the yeah. world. And they're punching him full force. And they're not hurting. <laughs> you know, like, like. He's fleshy. He's fat now. But that's the thing. Is like, <laughs> Wait, no, he's not. Because in, in other movies, I think there's a scene where someone punched him or something. Yeah, the first one. And when he's, like when he's fighting in the bar, yeah, yeah he breaks he his hand. Yeah, yeah. and I was like... Because, you know, yeah, it's not far enough away. And then they, they like, hit him with the uh, like the lead pipes and things like that. And it doesn't seem to, like, bend him or, like, no. knock it back. It was... It was, it was it's the artistic license to show that he can be injured. But, yes, because yeah. um, Logan... Wolverine in, in the comics is listed at something like 380 pounds because he's got metal. Right. You know, like he's five six and he's just cut like a pounds. beast, but he's almost 400 pounds because he's made out of metal. Right. Which also shows how strong Colossus is. You can just throw that at a you know, right. couple of But yeah, and I thought it, it, it's kind of give and take. I mean, the Wolverine kind of does the same thing where it's when they're trying to show him being injured and you're sort of like, this doesn't make sense as to the way you I understand it, it because it's showing you understand it. I understand it. Thanks, Smeagol. No problem. <laughs> now, for somebody that's a uh, that's not really an X twenty three fan that that feels that this character was put in just to give us another Wolverine, you know, like the crack the cracked article of, you know, hey, let's make Wolverine, but let's put boobs on him. That's not cracked. That's or gutters. not cracked. That's it gutters. Gutters. Um, I don't think she's just put into this because she's central to that story. They changed the 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 the. The MacGuffin of the old man Logan story yes. into the daughter, and it she has a connection, and it's not it, it's it's so little of X twenty three in terms of her origin is somewhat the same, it's, but not it's exactly loosely based. Yeah, yeah. I mean Wolverine's is too when you when you really think about it, right? But you have to give him something to keep going. You know, it, it's and not you just have a, to give uh, him some some arc to change at the yeah, end. No, I she's 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 good in it. Did you she's like fine. Did you like yeah. how she was portrayed? Yeah. yeah. And she just killed a whole lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> over no, and over again. And, and it's, it's always when, when Wolverine's just sort of like, you can't change who you are. You, gotta be, you, go be, you go be a happy little girl. And she's like, what? no, I've killed like a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. Uh, yeah. At the smelting plant, like 40. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just, so funny. Just wasted those dudes. Is, uh, my brother-in-law went with me to see it. And he was like, you know... The, the one thing I have a problem with is, you know, those guys that are soldiers there, when you see this little girl walk out and she's decimating all these people, I'd have been like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah. You, you <laughs> know what? You guys go have fun. <laughs> they <laughs> I, pay them a lot of money. <laughs> you know what? 
Oh wait, we shoot her. She heals. No, 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 no. Here's my gun. I give up. I'm going. Wait, that's the only other problem is she chopped that grown man's head off. Yeah, yeah, we're out. It took. It, he, he was the biggest guy we had. She just chopped him up. No, I'm done. My personal like uh, is it took me longer than it should have to realize they were the Reavers. Yeah, because the Reavers are, are big in the comics. When Chris yeah. in Chris Claremont's run in the 240s and 250s, the Reavers from Australia are, are a huge part of uh, the X-Men's enemies. And they're guys who cybernetically enhance themselves. Right. Know? I mean, they're, they're much bigger. See, a that's guy how who basically I, I would have thought you would have known right away when you saw, especially... I, it, took, it took me a little bit before they said the name. Yeah. But when I saw, like, the second guy with the metal hand, so I was like, oh, 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 these are the Reavers. Yeah, because when they... And then they say, well, oh, the, the Reavers didn't work. And I'm like, all right, I was right. Damn, why did it take me that long? I should have figured out the first the first guy. Yeah, because the guy that in. looked like Chuck Liddell when he walked in, and he, he's got that big If that was arm. Chuck Liddell. No, it wasn't. We, really? We we, I thought it was, too. Is it his twin brother? No, it's another MMA guy that looks just like... Uh, Chuck Liddell's more lean. Is, like a is lot it Lid Chuck Dell? Is that... <laughs> Lid Chuck Dell. <laughs> no, because I, I thought it was Chuck Liddell. I totally thought it was him. Yeah. And that's why I was surprised when he died so quickly. I'm like, oh, I guess he's not in this film much. Well, because when I first because isn't it, isn't Chuck Liddell in the Expendables? Yes. Yeah. That's why I thought he was in. Oh, when, wow. when he first because when I was watching it the second time, I still thought maybe it was Chuck Liddell. And when he goes in and Laura's eating the the uh, the uh, cereal. cereal with milk. Yeah. <laughs> she's he's, she's sitting there eating it. When he first comes up to her, it looks like he's about to say something to her, and then they cut it. And I thought, well, maybe that scene was longer, and Chuck Liddell had some lines. But they cut it for timing. I'm gonna throw a tank in an airplane or whatever that commercial is. But then I realized it wasn't him. Smellfest. So I was like, oh, well, okay, that the makes sense. The dead giveaway always for Chuck Liddell is he's got those two Japanese character tattoos on the side next to his. Yeah, mohawk. but you can you can you can cut that in post. Yeah, yeah. You can make up over that. No, I, I totally that thought that was him. Yeah. I real I was like, oh, that's Chuck Liddell. But yeah. yeah, when I saw when I saw the first guy with the with the hand, I was like, okay. But then when the other two guys, when they showed up, you see at least two of them there with with yeah, arms some kind of some yeah. kind of pieces. I was like, ah, oh, the Reavers. Okay. And then it was okay. Rice at the end, and I was like, okay, that makes sense too. Yeah, because he's the grandson, son yeah. of the uh, of the guy from the first movie. Yeah. So I was like, that works really well too. Uh, I mean, there wasn't a lot about this movie. I mean, I don't think there was anything I was really disappointed with. It's so bleak. It is very, very bleak. Poor Eric LaSalle's family. Yeah, I mean, there there really isn't. But I kind of I was kind of going into this movie thinking that. Oh man, he does. Look, but even that looks like Chuck Liddell. Look, we're looking at his face on. Uh, oh, he's in Boom. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, he, he show the picture again to to Chris, because it looks just like him there. We're looking up the oh, actor. Damn. Seriously, he to- yeah, he he totally looks like it. Yeah. Uh, just That's amazing. Just, just, he's got some crazy Russian name. Yeah, Spaskovskov. I am Russian's Chuck Liddell. I am Russian's I am Russian's answer to Chuck Liddell. What? You can say it. He was in Boom. He's the guy that he fought at the end. Oh, really? Uh, end of Boom. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, that, okay. Yeah, but it's just—it's crazy how much he looks like Chuck Liddell. Yeah. yeah. He looks more like Chuck Liddell than the, the Chuck guy. L- than, no, than the guy in the trailer looks like Stan Lee. Yeah, right. <laughs> Supposedly <laughs> Stan Lee. Um, Was the yeah. guy in the trailer Chuck Liddell? Is yes. the old man in the trailer? Chuck yes, Liddell? that's why Stan. He's Lee like, damn it, I'm not in this film. I need to be in the trailer for Deadpool. <laughs> what did you think about the other mutant kids with their powers and everything? I mean, they were all X23, but they—they they did a nice job of. She was X23-23. Yeah, 
because it was the X twenty three program. Were they all X twenty three? I thought they had different. No, they were all. X, it was the X twenty three program, yeah. but she was number twenty three of X twenty three. So uh, I thought that was a little. That was a cool nod. Yeah, because they never really call her. She never has a designation of X twenty three. She's always Laura. Right. Well, the only reason uh, she'd have an X twenty three designation is that it was within the X Men. You know. I thought it was with the X Force. Yeah. She's yeah. They only call her. They, it's like it's like Logan. They only call him Wolverine when you know. He's with the group. Yeah, that was his code name. That was hers. Right. You know, That's she her calls code name. X-23. Yeah. Because Grant Morrison put forward that uh, the Weapon X program was not Weapon X. It was Weapon 10. Right. That Logan was Weapon 10. Phantom X was like 19. And Laura would have been like 23. Yeah. <laughs> through, the, through the thing. Well, no, then, the kids are fine. I mean, there's not, there's not a lot given to them. That probably the, the thing that gets shortchanged is the kind of leader of the group. Was it Rodrigo or whatever his name is? Richter. Richter. Is that Richter? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! It is New Mutants. Yeah, that's um, what I, I, that, I totally. Damn! Now I got to see that again because now I'm starting yeah, to in think. The, on the note that he leaves Logan with the serum, it says Richter. Like he signs it as. Richter. Okay. You have one that that breathes cold air. Which yeah, is, see, that's not anybody. That's from not the, anybody that's from, not from it. New Mutants. Um, I the the snakeskin kid kind of. I did. I, I kept thinking it could be um, Angelo from Generation X. Yeah. Even then, no, it's not snakeskin. No, it, it, it wasn't was Snakeskin, but he kind of gives like a gives, gives like that. Yeah, look, but it's though. a guy, so it's not. Husk. He's he's credited as Lizard Boy, so yeah, I think there's a little there's a Lizard Boy. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't think that he does have. And then the well, no, he doesn't have he doesn't have earthquake powers though. He like brings the earth up, right? Yeah, he he lifts the truck by with the earth. Yeah, yeah. see, Richter's powers he, aren't he telekinetic. has more telekin- telekinetic. Yeah, but yeah, Richter's was... powers aren't telekinetic. He can actually make the earth move. Right. Mm. Then, but who? Then the one that had the kid that looked like it was Native American that had the long hair with the beanie that made was it a girl? Yeah, it a girl. That's yeah. Danny. That made the ground come up. Made the, the that could mm, that could be Danny Moonstar. But even then, that's not her power she, set. Because she made it come up, and then the, the uh, remember at the end where the yeah, the, but Dan, Danny's power set is psychic in nature. Yeah, true. But I was wondering because it looks because the the costuming. Looks a lot like yeah. That. I think there's nods to it, but they gave them. It feels like they gave them the powers they needed to defeat the guys at the end, and then try Ex- to figure. Yeah, because Richter's and Danny's. If it is Richter and Danny, their powers are the same in the movie. Yeah, basically. Right? Yeah, so it doesn't doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess with Richter, you could have. I mean, he could shake the ground with what he had. Yeah, but that's that's all Richter can do. Right. This one I in mean, the he comics, all Richter can do is that that kind of, and he, he can figure out how to localize that seismic right push. He can't. I don't think he can manipulate the Earth like Avalanche could. No, it's as, more as like Quake. It's more kind of like Quake. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, but, I mean, as bleak as oh, this Quake. movie was, it was still, it was still good. I mean, Arabella because it needed to be bleak. But it was. It, but the, the hard thing is, you realize that there's nothing when you see Eric LaSalle's family. The the anti GMO message in the middle was like, okay, really, come on, guys. Um, Let's see. Here's the thing. When the first time I watched it, when I when I saw the things at the end, I was like, actually, I think people really are working on those corn things, and everyone's excited for it. Well, did you notice it was it was um, they were putting it into all the energy drinks, and mm-hmm. it was all about you know energy drinks. That's how they, they well the hypno was there. That was the big the yep. big thing. Yep. Uh, but I that started thinking like, is hypno a real thing? Is this just a product placement? <laughs> I know, right? Is this bad? Well, the you know her glasses are, are La La Loopsy, and on the <laughs> no, no not La La Loopsy, they're Shopkins. On the side of it, it says oh, Little gosh. Sweeties. Hey. Um, but yeah, once you see Eric LaSalle's family brutally murdered, oh, I'm telling you, and you're like, oh, so Logan's right. Like 
And, and, and it's hard. You, you, you watch it and you go, this is Xavier's fault. Yeah. If he would have kept going, then yep. his family would have survived. Even if they had left after dinner. Yeah. But nope. When when they killed the boy, I was like, oh. When they killed the boy first. I'm like, well, the rest of them have to die. Uh, that's what and I you said. Can't, you can't that's keep what I going. Said. You can't obviously, the, the Eric Styles character, and I'm sorry, I don't remember his, his name in the film. He pulls he the trigger on, on Logan. Yes. But he's I, was, I was glad they did that. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm just going to get rid of all of you. you know? Yeah. And then, then he dies. And Logan's well, like, he has ah, to because Logan, I mean, he felt yeah. Logan's responsible for he's bringing definitely them responsible. there. Yeah. Um, no, I just, what do you think of the pacing of the movie? It was good. It takes a while for people to start <laughs> dying. You guys, to stop dying? I mean, or? really, no, to start dying. Um, <laughs> I think the, season, the, the thing in the beginning with the car thieves and where someone someone was like, I don't get why he kills them. They don't do anything. They're just trying to steal cars. Like one of them shoots him. <laughs> shoots him. He, point tells, blank. he t- basically tells them, "Hey, stop!" And he shoots him. So at that point, it's like, okay, now I'm going to kill you all. He gives them two chances. Yeah, basically. So, and then they shoot him again in front yeah. of the door. Will Munson was the name. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was that's right. Um, that's right. I remember now. She's saying, "Stay downstairs, Will." But it was. It, it, that scene, as much as the f bombs all over the place, was also showing. Hey, check out! Well, this is different than the other Wolverine yes. films. We're going to show you, you know, him slicing off arms and putting his claw through people. The uh, the scene in the in the the hotel room when Xavier's having his seizure. Yeah, you know, it's like this is what Quicksilver would have done in the X Men movies if he was a murderer. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're just doing like shunk, shunk, and I saw it Saturday morning. And so people, I think, you know, we'd known that it was going to be fairly brutal, fairly R yeah. or whatever. But that first scene, it was, oh, 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 uh, Al, that hurt. You know, so you get those pieces. It's the same kind of thing I had with the uh, the church scene in um, uh, Kingsman. Uh, Kingsman. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, at all. Yeah. Ow! No! Wait! Oh! <laughs> See, oh! No! That scene was almost, if not more brutal than Logan. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, yeah. it's the same. It's the same idea. I mean, even when Laura shoots X 24s head off at the end, is kind of more brutal. Yeah. Well, that's just so CGI anyway. Yes. I think mm-hmm. the the hotel scene is probably the longest. I mean, that that guy at the hotel door where he just puts his hand up to him, and you see and the claws pop out of the front of his forehead. Go, but the, that's bad. Did you notice that they showed the guy and they show him turning his eyes as Logan yeah. comes up, and then he gets it? No, it was. It again. It was. It was. Really good. I, I would probably find not too many people who would find a fault with it. I think some people yeah. that may have been expecting more of a superhero-ish type movie wouldn't have gotten it. It's see, and even more. Like, it's more in line with the Wolverine, yes, which is sort of in line with with uh, origin. I mean, these films have a different tone than your standard X Men film. Correct. Um, it was it was interesting to see him. The first, the second time that he just like goes off and is killing all these people because it, I kept getting brought back to the mansion scene in X two. The first time he really oh, when he goes, saves the kids. Just, just the first time he fights the guy. You know when he's in the kitchen. Yes, and it's just rawr, rawr, and then he sticks him up against the refrigerator and he stucks him in, and you're like, oh no, he just murdered that guy. I mean that those claws went through that guy's heart. He's dead. Yeah, he's just <laughs> his Wolverine so, rage. Yeah, everything through this as I'm watching it, going, oh yeah, this reminds me of that first time when I saw X two. Like, oh yes, oh, oh look at him go. But because the tone is so different in this, you're just like, oh no. 
those poor all oh, those poor soldiers who were just assholes. Oh, I know <laughs> when Laura comes out of the uh, out of the warehouse or the smelling plant and she's got the head. Arabella is in her seat. Jumping up and down, excited because she knows yeah, she's. I can't about wait to see how many times you have to go to school to pick her up. <laughs> she beat some kid. Well, poor Ethan. After a movie, he you know because he he ended up going down to Burbank to meet us and watch it. Uh, she's kicking him and punching him and. <laughs> I told I told Rich he can't say no to Arabella anymore. If we're sitting in a car, that, because of that scene where he says no to Laura and Laura just pops him in the nose. <laughs> she, oh yeah, she punches him right in the nose. Oink. Now, but yeah, Arabella even got teared up at the end of it when Wolverine died. Mm-hmm. And spoiler. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess you know. We've already said it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, Xavier's Xavier's I think was tougher for me because he dies in such a, and he doesn't do anything. Yeah. You know, it's it's Wolverine at least like accomplishes something for him before he kind of passes, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, the, the 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 burial scene where he just can't say anything. That's where I got me. That's where I. Well, that's, yeah, no, that's where that's what gets you. I mean, the end when he says the, the name of the boat, you know, like Sunder, this yeah. this is this is my I'm 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 escaping now. Yeah. You know, and and he kept us like, well, we'll be safe there. I mean, just because that was like it just meant when, when he's standing there and he's just, well, he's yeah, got at least water. The, at least there's water. Like, and I was I was, I, I was just, surprised there wasn't that part when Laura stays, at Wolverine's burial site in the marker because there's water behind it right she didn't say at least there's water yeah and that's what i was waiting for for her to say at least there's water yeah i, th- I thought she ahead. would too but but saying the the shane speech was i mean act no when everybody leaves and she's there before oh she yeah, turns yeah the marker yeah when she's alone i thought she would have said at least there's water no i, I, cri- I cried marker. at the end when, when he died there and then when she turned the marker i lost it mm. more <laughs> that was to me it wasn't just because that character. It's like we're not going to see him play Wolverine again. It's been seventeen years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, that We've felt, that that felt like that films. was the end of the X Men. If you, if they didn't make another X Men movie right now, uh, make another X Men movie. If you I'd if you fine. hadn't already made X Men Apocalypse, then it would have been like. I, I, in, in in this way, I kind of wish they hadn't made X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Because then you could have restarted your universe with these new these new actors yes. and actresses and whatever. But you're already committed to that kind of spot because you've said this is the singer verse continues through that but yeah i mean this for for going and, and realizing 17 years 17 years that almost didn't happen because hugh jackman was not supposed to play this character right um but was i can't remember if this is the one where he got hurt yeah it was was it doug ray scott got hurt yeah if i remember right yeah because it was whoever whoever played because there's two famous ones from around the, around ish that time was doug ray scott was supposed to play wolverine and got hurt, and Hugh Jackman stepped in and became the perfect role. And Viggo Mortensen was not supposed to play Aragon. Right. It was somebody else, and now I can't remember who it was. But if I remember right, he got basically got fired, or he said, I can't do this. Yeah. He wasn't willing to commit to as long as it was going to take. And then they went with Viggo Mortensen, and you just can't imagine anybody other than Viggo Mortensen playing Aragon. Right. Well, think about this. I mean, Hugh Jackman's been in nine X-Men movies. Ten. Oh, this, one, this is the tenth one. Is it the tenth? Yeah. What was the ninth? What was the, you had three you X Men, three X Men, three Wolverines, and then you have Days of Future Past, in which he's a main character. Yes, those are the seven movies I count him playing. Wolverine. But I'm just saying he, but he was he's in, in, in all he's of in them. a. What is he in Apocalypse? He's in Apocalypse where they go into the they go into Alkaline Lake and he's in the Weapon X costume. That's right, and he's also in. Okay, he's obviously it, in First Class. He's in First Class, so that you have what's the other X Men? You have First Class, you have. 
uh, Days of Future Past and Apocalypse. Yeah. Those are the new ones. You have Wolverine Origins. X-Men, X-Men 2, X-Men 3. Mm-hmm. That's six. Wolverine then you Origins. have Wolverine Origins, Wol- The Wolverine, and That's nine. Logan. There's nine. What's the tenth one? The, I don't know where the tenth one is. Uh, there isn't a tenth X-Men film. Yes. Deadpool. He's not in Deadpool. But he's not in Deadpool. His face is, but I mean his his printed images. But, but for it, me, but for me as a character, he's in seven films. Correct. I mean, I, I, yeah, I totally forgot about Age of Apocalypse. Logan, Apocalypse, uh, Goya. Days of Future Past, The Wolverine, First Class, War, Origins War. Oh, no, that's the, that's the video game. Yeah. Well, it's right under it here, too. So, Origins, uh, Last Stand. X Men two, two and one. Yeah, There's nine, fine. unless that unless that that thing was counting the video game. No, it said feature film. That's why. But yeah, there's only nine X Men movies, if you count the, the Wolverine movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been kind of cool that if this was the tenth one, then you'd have we- you know Weapon X, you know Weapon Ten or whatever. There's another one, but. Yeah, so I mean, he he's been you know, he's physically been in all the movies, and now if this was the last one, then it'd be a way to say goodbye to the franchise, which is what yeah, well, that's true. So I don't know. I just that's how I feel about it. I don't. I'm you know now they're saying that Jennifer Lawrence might not be back. That but Jennifer Lawrence isn't coming back. That um, she mailed in the last one. Oh yeah, that. Um, um, Michael Fassbender's probably not coming back. You know, you, you probably you've got like at least four characters that probably aren't coming back. So yeah, well that's why you brought in new people to play Gene and. But they uh, were saying if and, they don't get and, those four people Storm. back, then they're probably not going to do it. If they don't get those four people back, but you can still you still have a film that has your main your main X Men characters. Sure. Yes, your actors are different, but your main X Men characters are still there. You have Except someone for playing Beast. Gene. You have someone playing Cyclops, but that's the thing—they may be so much older than these other kids. Yes. So that team, as it exists, of Storm and and Jean and, and Psyche and whoever else you want, and Angel—they're all there. So yeah. you can just go forward with that. I'm trying to figure out where. Oh my God, this is like the longest. And Psylocke is, <laughs> but she's a lot older than any of them, though. So, mm. um, I don't. I think it's. I think it's a good place that if you wanted to reboot the whole universe, you just reboot. The That's whole right. Universe. So Doug Ray Scott was supposed to be in the film, but Mission Impossible Two was delayed, mm. and so he could not go and film X Men because he was still filming MI Two, and then he was yeah. Last minute replacement <laughs> was Australian hunk. Hugh Jackman, who went to star in a lot more Wolverine pictures. Could you imagine you how different the franchise would be? You think? Can you imagine how upset he is that the fact that Mission Impossible Two got delayed and he missed out on a movie like he this? He says it says in here uh, he harbors no grudge. I really like Hugh. He's That's a really true. lovely guy. It wasn't. It wasn't as if he stole it off of me. My movie ran over and I had to pull out. It wasn't his fault, and he did a fantastic job. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying he's upset with Hugh Jackman. And you know what they, they did do? If they ever wanted to bring, if he, you know, the whole X Men uh, Avengers thing that uh, they Never talked happened. about. Never no, happened. no, I know, but they did set this far enough ahead where they could bring him into if they needed to. If they, mm-hmm. you know, if something ever, 
Well, whatever stars aligned. Well, Hugh Jackman's already reserved that spot. He said the only way that he'd ever play yeah. Wolverine again is if it's an Avengers movie. They said, yeah, he said that a few times. And just but. to close the loop, it was Stuart Townsend was supposed to be Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. He filmed a few scenes. Peter Jackson wasn't happy with how it turned out, so they cast Viggo Mortensen instead. Mm. Just trying to remember which one, which which one was which. So it wasn't her. It was delayed film, and then I knew one of them got fired. Basically, Stuart yeah. Townsend got fired by Peter Jackson. He's like, no, you can't be in my film. See, that would that have been a totally different franchise too. Mm-hmm. I just I can't imagine Stuart Townsend playing Aragon. Can't imagine the bad guy from Charlie's Angels too being Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> with that bad Irish accent. <laughs> I'm Irish. Why? Don't know. So, last words about the movie. Go Logan. see it. No, Logan. That's the last. Logan. Word. Just one word. That was the last thing that was on the screen too. Right? Logan. I don't know. The one thing I did like about it, you know, really, really like about taking Arabella to it was it was a father daughter film. Yeah, nothing like a bunch of killing. Yeah. Look, sweetie, you're going to do that when you grow up. All right. Some you get your, your claws, I'll get my claws, and let's go have some fun. She's going to kill you. <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> the. Um, Where do you the, rank the kind, of, the kind of video tributes today with a thank you, Hugh. Yeah, you know, and him thanking fans. He's got all this fan artwork on there. Oh yeah, on his Instagram, and then the ones today that was just like showing these different pieces of it. Mm-hmm. And you realize, yeah, it's seventeen years that we've been going through this. Well, it's when you go back and look at when they, I think it was IGN or somebody that put uh, all of the Wolverine footage in chronological order when we see him. You know, from even Days of Future Past and and uh, First like Class and everything. Of him from each movie. They they yeah they showed him you know yeah, in he the gets chronological. Really young. <laughs> but it's just. You realize how young he looks in X-Men. 17 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. You think how, how old is he? He's got to be 40-something? Maybe? Uh, he's, I think he's close 51 to 51 or 50 or something, yeah. isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Could be. Yeah, well, good thing with IMDb, it's real close. I'm working on it. It's 48. 48. 48. So, yeah. He's 21? 20, no. No, 31, 31, 31 yeah. when he started it. So that's huge. I, t- he was on Jimmy Fallon last week. You know, the fact since it's over, you know, he's yeah. been on pretty much a diet of broccoli and grilled chicken for 17 years. Well, the good thing was he didn't and really so, have to buff up for this one. Um, yeah. Not like he used they to. Had a, they had Mario Batali come out with this absurdly large bowl of pasta. Yeah. And give it to him. He was just eating it like, I can do whatever I want now. Yeah. I can't wait till he's, you know, the white version of Fat Albert. <laughs> so, so, huge. so last word. Last word on oi, it, Chris. Oi, oi. I know that you hold X-Men 2 very high in all superhero movies. X-Men 2 is one of the best comic book movies of all time. Yeah. Where do you rank this movie? It's not a comic book movie. I mean, it, I mean it is and it isn't. No, it's, it's up there, but... Is it? It's kind of like in your category with well, Dark, it's, with it's, Dark Knight, it, right? It's, it's, well, it's a, a different comic book, but not comic. But book. it's also my reaction to it is so different. Sure, I'm. I like this movie. I couldn't say I enjoyed this movie, so it's not okay. going to have the same thing of like Winter Soldier that I can watch forty five times, right? Or Captain America three, or X two that I've probably seen fifty times. Yeah, either the Avengers movies or or, or anything like that. It's just Thor it's a totally different yeah. type of film. For me, because my reaction to it, my emotional reaction to it is is different. Sure. So, you know, even even Dark Knight, it's just like the, the length of it and the pace of it and everything is just like I don't know how many times I can watch this film. Yeah. Um, although it's on 
TBS or whatever, TNT, like every day yeah. now. Holy balls. Um, so, no, I mean, it's, it's, my lunch break, so I'm yeah. like in the break room. Watching. You watch like the same five minutes. Of, yeah. yeah. I have seen, uh, uh Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal's character die <laughs> like 30 times in the last year. Cause I always seem to turn it on when they're in that scene. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> I just, choose. I just want my phone call. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's one of the better done films. Yeah. But in terms of my, from, from a pure, Superhero enjoyment factor, it, it can't be as high as the other ones, but it doesn't mean that it's a worst film. Yeah, it's 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 a thing. It's to do this thing. It's just like ranking films. Like right. Thor is going to be up there for me, but you know, Thor's one of my favorite Marvel characters. Yeah. So that's one of the things. Like I I'm self aware enough to say part of the reason that I love that movie so much is it's such a great uh, representation of a character that I love. And then also say it's a brilliantly done film that people don't get. Yeah, I, mean, it's, it's I, so I feel that way about Winter Soldier. You felt that way about Thor. You're like, oh, I don't, like it. I don't understand this. And then I'm like, no, no, no. It's just Kenneth Branagh is smart enough to skip over the 45 minutes it's going to take Thor to figure out he can't pick up the hammer anymore. Yeah. He's not allowed to go home. Instead, he's just like, hey, this is a super hard cathartic event, and it will change you immediately because it does. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I really like it. I just, I mean, it, no, no, I know. Beats I, that I scene as they're walking away. You know, he's trying to shoo everybody out of the town. Go, go, go. I'm right behind you. And then it's the it's a little Dutch angle, whatever. And him walking all slow motion yeah. towards the towards the thing like, I have no hammer. I have no armor. I have nothing. I'm basically And I'm human going to right face now. the destroyer and tell Loki, you want to kill me, kill me, but don't kill anybody else. Yeah. You're like, holy crap. And then he gets knocked over. And, oh, he's going to die. And then the... Flung into his hand. And then he just... Beat the shit out of that thing, and you're like, "Yes, this is what I want." And then to have you know, Loki lets go and falls to his own doom. It's yeah. just like, "Oh no, that movie's amazing! Mm. It's incredible." And then Thor: Dark World's like, eh. "Are you excited for Ragnarok?" I hope so. <laughs> well, I, I, I like Dark World, but I don't love Dark World. Yeah, uh, Tom Hiddleston in it is great, but oh, the scene when he's in there with Michelle Pfeiffer when he's in the cell, Michelle it, Pfeiffer, or, not Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Um, Rene Russo. Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer. When, when he, when he, when what he's movie in, are you watching? When he's in the cell with when the, he's in the cell with Catwoman, <laughs> with Rene Russo. When the, when the, when the guy from uh, oh shoot, I can't remember what was the name of that John Lacarve thing he just did, the miniseries he did with Hugh with the Night uh, Hugh Laurie Night, Night Manager. Manager yeah. When the Night Manager was with Catwoman, <laughs> and she was on that piano in the red dress. <laughs> And they were planning to find Kong? Yeah. So anyway. I was like, quick, what else is Tom Feister? Tom Feister? Tom Feister? <laughs> Apparently Tom Feister and Michelle Pfeiffer were in Florida. Feister Pfeiffer. Feister Pfeiffer. With the scene when, when Tom Hiddleston and uh, uh, Rene Russo are in the cell. Oh, no, he's masterful at it. Yes. Just, just for when Natalie Portman's character punches him, he's like, I like her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's it. He is masterful at anything he's and in. And the whole the whole scene with him and, and you know, when they, him and Chris Evans are switching back and forth. Yeah, no, he's he's amazing. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, I'd watch him in anything. So, anyways, uh, now, yeah. now we have to go see Kong. I know, right? Yeah. No, we try monkey. Captain Marvel and Loki take on King Kong. Oh, that is pretty with the side yeah. of Nick Fury. With Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Wow, there's a lot of Marvel people. Yeah, <laughs> is this a Disney production? Really crazy. Arabella, do you want to say something about Logan, real quick? 
Here, go ahead. Say since we're going to wrap things up, go ahead. What did you think about Logan as a kid? Don't I smack your gum. You did? Why? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Don't move the spider <laughs> here. Come on. Um, I really, really liked it because, um, one, I looked like, um, X-23? Uh, yeah. Laura? Oh, yeah. good God. <laughs> Are we really going to go through this? Yep. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, yeah. I loved when he, like, cut off the person's head and died <laughs> and rolled it back up. So how many people are you going to beat up in school when you get back on tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. You're gonna get all X23 on everyone at school. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna you dress up as X23 for WonderCon? That's what I'm doing for. Yeah, I'm doing that for WonderCon, Comic-Con, and Kamikaze. All right. Well. All right. So what do you? So do you like seeing you a, a superhero about? your age? It's a girl. Yeah. Like. Yeah? Yeah. Was it sad at the well, end? There you go. The, the nine-year-old review of an R-rated <laughs> film is, that was awesome. <laughs> I know. I'm sitting here watching the movie going, oh, this is her first R-rated movie going to see. Okay. Am I a bad parent? <laughs> I didn't see my first R-rated movie until I was like 16. <laughs> All right. So on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And we're on Instagram as Nerdables. As Nerdables? Uh, we're Nerdables. At Nerdables? Is it at Nerdables? I don't even know what it is. It's Nerdables. Nerdables. As Nerdables. At Nerdables. I think it makes our stuff. No, I'm not giving out your Instagram. I'll use it So for Chris and Ethan and Arabella. We say thank you, Hugh Jackman. We say thank you very much, Hugh Jackman. You've made the X-Men universe for us. Big part of our lives for the last 17 years. So. And Patrick Stewart. And Patrick, and Patrick Stewart, yes. I guess, I, guess, I guess someone who's been knighted can be okay. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll thank him, too. Uh, they're, they're both of their, to me, both of their performances Probably the only role that Wizard ever got right when they did their old... Oh. Wizard Magazine used to do their... Toy their, Fair did their, it, too. Well, Toy Fair was owned by Wizard. That's true. Um, when Wizard Magazine used to do their old... If they were to make a movie before anyone made comic book movies, yep. when they did X-Men and they said, oh, Patrick Stewart should play Charles Xavier. And it'll never happen because he's like a master actor... But he's doing Star Trek, so maybe but I boom, like, it's right there. I feel like they chose him because he was the most he was the most uh, iconic bald actor. Oh, they chose everybody based <laughs> off of like pure type. Right. I mean, I think whoever they wanted to play Wolverine was somebody who was like super short. Good. Yeah. You know. But but with Patrick Stewart across the board, every single person. Well, that yeah, went, it was easy. He had yes. acting chops. He had a bald head. He had a sense of command about him. Yeah. You know, he looked good in a wheelchair, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so. They yeah. went captain's chair, wheel, uh, wheelchair. It works. Because yeah. his yeah. captain's chair kind of did look like the, yeah. the 90s cartoon. Didn't it spin, too? Or no? No, the captain's chair hover. on the Enterprise doesn't, doesn't no. spin. Okay. It'd be cool if his chair was hovering, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they had the budget for that. <laughs> anyway. All right, so we'll All talk right. to you next week.